Welcome back to Landed, Stories of Newcomers. This is a podcast by Global Cleveland where we speak with an international newcomer who has landed in Northeast Ohio and has made our region their new home. In this episode, we're speaking with Shireen. Shireen was born in Panama and moved to the U.S. when she was very young. She is the creator and owner of Vegan Vibes, which features Afro-Panamanian and Afro-Caribbean cuisine. I'll now hand it off to Joe Simperman, Global Cleveland's president, and Shireen. Hello, hello, and welcome to our next episode of our Landed podcast, a podcast that features the international community, the international food, the international people, and the international opportunities right here in Northeast Ohio. We are so fortunate today to be joined by Shireen Bradley, who is the owner of Vegan Vibes. Vegan Vibes is a plant-based catering company featuring Panamanian and Caribbean cuisine. Our current, this current services include catering, pop-up shops, which I have actually enjoyed, and it is absolutely wonderful, um, meal prep service and special events. Um, this amazing company has been around for five years, and they're celebrating their anniversary, and they're in the process of opening our first brick and mortar in the up-and-coming Midtown neighborhood, Woo! so we all can come and experience this deliciousness. This is the first and only vegan Panamanian and vegan Caribbean restaurant in Northeast Ohio. And Charlene, we are so happy that you are here. There is somebody who always asks me about more vegan opportunities, and that's Mr. Beju Shaw, the CEO of Greater Cleveland Partnership. So I'm going to make sure that he is listening in when we make sure this podcast come out. Welcome, Charlene. We're so happy you're here. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor, really. Thank you. Shireen, would you tell us a little bit about your your story? Every superhero has an origin story. And so we want to know a little bit about uh, how did you begin? What was the inspiration uh, for this wonderful place that shares Panamanian and Caribbean cuisine? And, and how did you get it going here in Cleveland, Ohio? Well, I was born in Panama. Um, we left Panama, my family and I, when I was very young. Um, we settled in Cleveland, Ohio when I was in elementary school, first grade, I believe. Um, and so we don't have a lot of family here, but we are still very much in, in touch with our culture and, you know, through the food and the music and just the way I was raised. So it is very special to me. The Panamanian culture uh, community in Cleveland is very, very small. In fact, a group of maybe 25, 30 of us get together. My mom and some of her other Panamanian friends, we get together once a month um, just to gather, have dinner and just kind of catch up with each other. Um, so there are a lot of people in Cleveland that don't know a, a lot about the culture. Um, and I noticed that growing up. I noticed that very early on that, you, you know, my mom, she speaks Spanish and this the music we listened to and just the foods that we had for dinner was very different from my neighbors and my friends growing up. Um, and so it's kind of a different environment being at home versus being outside and, you know, in high school and elementary school and being around other people. And um, there is definitely a difference. Um, I actually um, start, I transitioned 
about maybe seven years ago, I transitioned from a vegetarian to a vegan lifestyle. And in doing so, I recognized very early on the lack of not only convenient, but great tasting vegan food. There was nothing even remotely close to the Panamanian foods that I grew up with. So that's when I decided to get in the kitchen and veganize all of my favorites. So things that I used to grow up eating like curry chicken, empanadas, carimoniolas, all of those things I just basically subbed out my vegan substitutes so that I can still enjoy the things that I love to eat. And also, um, it is a wonderful way for me to, you know, show, display my culture with the with the city that I love so much. Um, there isn't really a place here to get Panamanian food. Um, there are a lot of Puerto Rican restaurants and Dominican restaurants where I can get similar items, but it's still um, just not the same. So it's um, it's important for me to kind of share that. And also, I'm very passionate about the vegan lifestyle, but I think I'm, e- I'm even more so passionate about, you know, letting people know about the culture and highlighting um, Panamanian foods and, and just the country in general. So I'm excited about the new restaurant. A lot of people that a lot of our customers, number one, they aren't vegan. They just love cultural foods. They they love the empanadas. They love the jerk chicken tacos. And it's great that I can kind of bring them into the vegan world a little bit by offering these, you know, bold, delicious options for them so that they can experience the culture and the vegan lifestyle at once. So I'm excited about that. Thank you. You know, Charlene, you, you t- spoke a little bit about your family's journey here from Panama, um, you know, coming to Cleveland. What is your memory of that as, you know, a young person, you know, leaving a uh, home country, coming to a, a city, you know, culture's different, climate's different. Um, you know, as you said, there's there's not a, a super large Panamanian community. And how was that when you first came here? And, and how were you able to kind of find your way and make your home here? You know, it was difficult in elementary school. I can recall... Um, we had a international day or some day that we had for family night and when i was in second grade i believe and so we all had to choose a country and you know do a presentation on that country and i remember being so excited i'm, I'm going to pick panama i went all out on my presentation i even had like panamanian coins my mom made a big pan of arroz con pollo to share and i was just so excited she even dressed me in a makeshift pollera which is a traditional dress and beads in my hair to to replicate the tembalecas. And I was so proud and so excited to go to school and kind of, you know, edu- you know, just share my story and share a bit of my c- country. And um, I remember being so excited and instantly being made fun of. Um, I thought that the other kids would, would be excited and I thought it would be a cool thing. And that actually was the day that I started being bullied. Um, that was the day that I noticed that I was different from other people. You know, my mother spoke differently. I had an accent at the time. We dressed differently. Um, we ate differently. Um, and so back then, it was more about me trying to fit in and and um, just Americanizing, I guess, myself. Um, and I went through that a bit in elementary school until um, I, you know, grew into my own and began being more comfortable with my, you know, and proud of my culture and just understanding that it is something very special and, and unique to the city. And I am very proud of it. So it's, it's all coming back full circle to know that now I'm actually, you know, living out my dream, doing something that I, you know, can display something I was once a little 
um, apprehensive about sharing. So, you know, to come from being a little feeling like an outsider to now being so proud and displaying, um, you know, my Panamanian culture through my business and my brand is just um, a, a big 360 that I'm very, very proud of. Shireen, you know, you, you, um, thank you for sharing that story. I'm sorry, you know, mm-hmm. that you had to experience that, that, that must've been just really hard. Um, and, um, you know, here you are this strong, um, entrepreneurial, um, you know, businesswoman. And what was that like, just in terms of being a woman, you know, in a field that maybe, you know, is sometimes not as, um, uh, appreciative of, of, um, women and, and entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. like, was it something where you had a support network in Cleveland of other women, you know, maybe not necessarily people from the culture, but people, you know, who understood that, you know, you were going to succeed. Can you share a little bit about that for some of our listeners who, you know, maybe are young women who are thinking about starting something on their own too, and that inspiration that they can glean from you, Shireen? I actually drew a lot of inspiration from my mom. She came here to a country where she didn't have any family. Um, she can speak well English very well, but she could not like read and write as well um, as she could in Spanish. So to watch her um, be a single mom in a country that was unfamiliar to her, and she went back to school and she worked two jobs and she raised four kids. She never uh, never learned to drive. And yet she was able to be an amazing mom. Um, she also had side hustles is what we used to call them, where she baked, she did ceramics. She was an, an amazing seamstress. So I pull all of my inspiration from her. And when I started my entrepreneur journey, I did not have a, a, edu- a college education in business. I didn't have any experience. I didn't know anyone that owned their own business. So I literally was learning as I go. Um, but it takes unwavering belief in yourself because your friends and family aren't going to really support you because they're not used to seeing you in that light. Um, Fortunately for me, though, Cleveland is a great place for small businesses and entrepreneurs to grow. There are a ton of local resources. So whenever someone comes to me for advice, it's always funny to me because I'm nowhere near where I want to be but I am so far from where I was. So I I always tell people to use their resources. Cleveland is just amazing between the Women's Business Center, the Hispanic um, Business Center, um, Jumpstart Inc., um, ECDI, uh, the Urban League of Greater Cleveland. I can go on and on. There are just a ton of resources to help support um, minorities and women and just small businesses in general. So you really have to just stay focused and draw your inspiration from wherever, even if it's someone that you don't know. And just um, at the end of the day, just believe that you can do it and never, ever stop. Um, and I think that's that's basically what it is. Yeah. Shireen, you, you mentioned uh, so many of the wonderful people that we have a chance to work with, whether it's... Um you know, Telianjay Thomas, Jumpstart, you know, we, we have great friends at ECDI and, you know, Urban League's been amazing. And, and what, um, you know, Janice Contreras has done at Hispanic Business Association is incredible too. I'm curious for all of this work in business that you have succeeded at, why did you pick food as the way in which you were going uh, to be the next Jeff Bezos? It actually happened accidentally. Um, I believe it or not, I always known that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always known that I wanted to work for myself, but I didn't feel like I had a purpose or a skill at that time. Um, 
I, I see so many people around me that just have this gift. My my middle son, he's just always been great at basketball. That was his thing. My oldest son, he's an he's an artist. He does customs. That's always been his thing. And I was always I felt like I was searching for my thing. And um, some years ago, I had lost a bunch of weight by putting myself to my own workout routines and my own meal plans. And I started a personal training company just because I love working out so much. I said, hey, might as well turn a hobby into a business. Um, but it wasn't that thing, that special thing for me. It wasn't something I was really passionate about. It was just something that I was good at at the time. Um, so I started a company called Fit Fanatics. Um, and in the entire year that it was open, I did not have one single client, but I didn't quit. I would still post my videos. I was still, you know, carry on as if I was one of the top trainers in Cleveland. And in that process, I was also meal prepping. And I also, in that process, went from vegetarian to vegan. So my meal prep and my meals and the things that I was cooking reflected a healthier vegan lifestyle. But I also wanted to eat the foods that I loved. I just wanted to show people that you don't have to sacrifice, you know, your normal dishes and the things that you love to eat healthy. And so I started veganizing all of my favorites. And the more I post, the more attention I got, the more requests I got for recipes. And it just kind of snowballed into this amazing thing. And I started getting invites to juice bars and coffee shops for, you know, for vegan vibes to pop up. And it happened so fast. And when I got my first invite, I didn't even have a name for it yet. I didn't even officially have an LLC, but I knew it was just something that I was really good at. And I was really passionate about. Um, now, there was a lot of trial and error um, trying to make empanadas tastes like empanadas um, and vegan sancocho tastes like authentic sancocho because again, authenticity is very important to me. Um, so there was a lot of trial, trial and error, but I kept going. I kept continuing on. And this thing just, I always say it just organically blossomed into this thing. And now I have such grand ideas and plans for this, um, for this brand that is, it's just, it's beautiful to look back and how it started and, and where it's going. So yeah, it just, I say it just accidentally happened, I guess. Yeah. I have a memory of this past summer when you were at the um, event that was in Midtown uh, with uh, all the graffiti artists okay, and all yes. the different, and your, um, your stand was right there by the roller skating rink. Yes. And I was there with my family and, and uh, friends of my kids and we enjoyed those empanadas and that memory right now and this day at lunchtime is coming back to me. And it was such <laughs> a, we just, we enjoyed it so much. And you were, uh, it was just to, to encounter your family and this delicious food that was healthy, was amazing. Do you have a memory in, in your journey as an entrepreneur, as a woman, as an international newcomer, as, as a proud daughter of Panama, do you have a memory in Cleveland that stands out for you is when you said, I've, I've made it, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. What was what was a moment for you when you feel especially proud of the incredible journey that you've been leading? Oh boy, I will probably have to say um, most recently I was a part of a Taste of Black Cleveland. It's a big competition with chefs down in um, okay, what do we call it now? The Rocket Mortgage. I still call it the Gundarina. The Rocket Mortgage. Um, Fieldhouse. So there are the 20 of the top chefs in Cleveland. And I was one of maybe three vegan um, companies. And to, to, to go there as a first timer, 
um, and only one of three vegans. And the competition was fierce. I mean, there were people there with lamb chops and steak dinners and salmon and all types of delicious um, dinners. And for me to go go there, compete and win second place um, was, was just so surreal for me. So that's probably a moment that I... Um, that I'm most proud of for sure. What advice would you give to other international immigrant women, Shireen, who are considering Cleveland, who are considering a career either in food or being an entrepreneur? What, what would you, what would Shireen today tell Shireen 10 or 15 years ago that you wish you knew and that you'd want to give uh, to some of the women in the field um, that, that you've uh, done so well in? Um, I would say that to embrace your, embrace um, what makes you different. And um, let's see, I lost my train of thought. I would say that what makes you different is what makes you special and to embrace that and to leverage that because originality is everything and stay, stay true to who you are and straight, you know, be proud of where you come from um, and that's going to help you stand out and it's going to help you, you know, it help your brand and help you grow. So I would definitely, my advice would be to just stay true and be proud of who you are and where you come from. And it's going to take you a long way. Shireen, when do you, this wonderful advice, when do you open your delicious uh, restaurant? Well, the restaurant, first, I want to tell everyone that the restaurant will not be called Vegan Vibes. I'm renaming it. It will be La Chomba. Um, so Vegan Vibes is a brand. It will always be. So we'll have cookies in the Myers store. We'll have cookbooks. We'll do a lot of things under Vegan Vibes. But the actual brick and mortar will be called La Chomba. And it's opening. Um, we start construction the end of February. So I'm hoping May um, we will be open. Yes. So just in time for the summer. Um, we will be actually I'm uh, going to send a text message to my team right now. Uh, okay. We're going to start tailgating outside of your place until you open. So <laughs> don't be alarmed by a group of people waiting a few, uh, a few months for that. Um, Shereen, we are just so honored uh, to have had a chance to talk to you. And and your story is just such a, an important story. Um, you are absolutely number one in our hearts. And we just couldn't be prouder that you've chosen Cleveland in which to live your light and your life. Um, we have been joined today by Shireen Bradley, the owner of Vegan Vibes, opening a new restaurant in Midtown that will be serving, that will be serving delicious Panamanian and Caribbean cuisine that's also vegan. Uh, Shireen's also available for catering as well as other uh, opportunities to enjoy her food. Shereen, it was such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for spending some time with us on Landed. And uh, we cannot wait to experience Panama in your new restaurant that will be opening in Midtown this coming year. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for having me. It means a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Shereen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Landed. We want to especially thank Shereen for taking time to share her story. If you'd like to learn more about her business, visit eatveganvybez.com. Want to learn more about our work at Global Cleveland? Visit us at globalcleveland.org or find us on social media at Global Cleveland. Thanks for listening.